to uh, nine o'clock on Five AA. Well, the first of September tomorrow is National Waddle Day. I believe this started way back in Adelaide during the First World War. Let's find out more about it. Dr. Suzette Searle is the president of National Waddle Day and joins me now. Suzette, good evening. Thanks for your time. Good evening, Matt. Now, tell me about Waddle Day. What's its history? Well, it probably began in 1910 when three states got together and celebrated Wattle Day on the 1st of September. So that was in New South Wales, Victoria and South Australia. And uh, that was the beginning of a a celebration on that day um, until about the First World War and then there were different times when Wattle Day was celebrated. For example, in New South Wales, they celebrate on the 1st of August because they wanted to sell wattle sprigs that were in flower at the time. Mm. We had a connection to Wattle Day through the Dardanelles monument that used to be in the South Parklands here in the city. That that was almost one of the first monuments to, to Gallipoli, the fallen at Gallipoli in, in the world, as I've read in, in the past. So um, what was the, the link there? Yes, it was. It was extraordinary. I mean, the campaign was still going on and they uh, created this uh, this very significant memorial to the Dardanelles campaign. And wattles, golden wattles, the Acacia pignantha, which are native to South Australia, were planted all around it. So that was, uh, that was, in, 19, uh, that was in 1915. That was just three years after uh, wattle in a stylized form had appeared on our coat of arms. But uh, I think it was not only the first uh, memorial to the Gallipoli, what we now call the Gallipoli campaign, but also uh, it was uh, the beginning of uh, golden wattle, I think, being a symbol of Australia. Mm. So wattle days obviously commenced then from humble origins. It was a thing, wasn't it, up until, what, the 50s, 60s maybe, and then it seemed to have fallen away. Indeed. It... uh, very popular. I mean, I think that Australians were looking for an identity. They were looking to distinguish themselves from Britain at that time. And uh, then, of course, the First World War came along and uh, Wattle was sold to raise funds for a lot of charities, first of all for the soldiers themselves and later on for the women and children um, who'd been affected by the loss of soldiers in the war. It went into the schools then and very popular. And in fact, uh, some key decisions were made by people in the 70s and 80s who were school children in the 30s and 40s. And remember celebrating Wattle Day, this, this happy day when they used to pick a bit of wattle on their way to school, stick it in their jumper and sing Wattle Day songs and recite Wattle Day poems. I think by the 60s and 70s, although it continued in some schools um, across Australia, there was a lot of competition for people's attention, a lot of national days. There were um, more um, sort of uh, efforts to raise funds for various different charities. I mean, we have a different day practically every day of the year, yes. don't we, yeah, to celebrate we do. something. Mm. Mm. So Waddle Day fell away and uh, your committee has been trying to revive it. Yes, only because in 1992, the Governor-General of Australia proclaimed that Wattle Day would be the 1st of September in all states and territories across Australia. It was going to be the one day um, for everyone. And about uh, six years later, 
a fellow called Jack Thayer here in Canberra was saying, well, what's everyone doing to celebrate Bottle Day? The day's been proclaimed by the Governor-General. Who's doing something? Mm. And uh, he actually called for people who are interested in promoting the day um, as a day for us to celebrate Australia and being Australian and all the good things we enjoy in this country. And uh, that's how the Wattle Day Association began in 1998. We've been going for 23 years. You'd think our job would be done by now. <laughs> well, why isn't it done? I think that, once again, there's a lot of competition uh, for people's attention um, these days. I also wonder whether, in fact, it's because people think that wattle causes asthma and hay fever. Mm. And so they actually physically don't want to get close to it. When we offer sprigs of wattle to people, we did, as we do every year. Um, Ten years ago, people would be (gasps) backing away from us, you know, oh, heaven forbid. Uh, It's a lot better now. But that myth that uh, wattle causes hay fever and asthma is just, I think, being plaguing it. It's such a shame because we are the land of the wattle. Mm. And people see the wattle, they don't realise that, in fact, it's the invisible pollen from grasses and introduced trees that are causing their allergic reaction. Have schools picked up on on the day at all, Um, even kindergartens? You know, are kids more aware of it than than they were 20, 30 years ago? In a small way, yes, in different parts where um, people hear about Wattle Day and see what a wonderful opportunity it is to... to, uh, to teach children about uh, botany, um, about our native flowers, about uh, uh, how they can do things with arts and crafts uh, with the wattle, um, going on wattle walks, appreciating nature. It has, it's so rich, uh, not only from sort of a nature point of view, but also from the history of Australia. I mean, it's been an important symbol for us for uh, more than 100 years. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? And uh, so symbolic, as you say, on the coat of arms and uh, everything. And uh, it's available, found, I should say, pretty much around the country, isn't it? Around the uh, the seaboard, at least. Oh, no, right across Australia. In fact, from, yeah, you're right, certainly from the beaches mm. up until up to the Alpine country. Okay. Uh, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So there we are. It is everywhere. How are we celebrating it in, around the country today? I, I gather, or tomorrow, I should say, really, tomorrow, tomorrow night, I, will, will places be lit up or commemorations held in any, any way? Yes. Your town hall in Adelaide is going to be lit up. What about that? Great. In green and gold. Okay. And it will be uh, joining several other city councils, which in these COVID times... Um, are doing this to sort of lift our spirits, just as the wattle lifts our spirits in the bush during the day. Now we're lighting up our landmarks, green and gold, across Australia to wish everyone a, a happy wattle day, remind us that good days will come again. Hmm. We, we used to have here in Adelaide, and, and probably other cities did as well, but uh, a flo- I forget what it was called. Was it called Floriade here? It's certainly something you do there in Canberra, I think, on an annual basis, but... Um, we used to certainly have a flower week in Adelaide where, where the buildings uh, down the main street and side streets would be decorated in flowers and it was a massive celebration and it died out in the, the 1970s. I, I remember it as a child, but uh, only 
well, probably up to about 75, 76 thereabouts. And uh, it was such a, a big deal back then. Uh, people would come into the city at different times to have a look at it at nights. There'd be shows on in, in the gardens and parks and squares. Um, but uh, that's all faded. I mean, could, could we revitalise that with Waddle Day in mind? Of course we could. You know, um, I, I've seen wonderful photographs uh, taken in Adelaide. There were there were there were cars, there yeah. were trains, there were the shop front windows. Everything festooned with wattle. Mm. It was just fabulous. And overseas, you know, you can go on tours where you go from in southern France, little village to little village, looking at all the wattle growing on the hillsides, and and they have uh, parades where it's all about wattle. They call it mimosa, but it's our Australian tree that was introduced um, over a century ago. And they're doing that in France, um, in in, uh, Italy and Poland and Russia uh, for International Women's Day, the 8th of March, that springtime in the Northern Hemisphere. Everyone's giving everyone else, all the women in their lives, bouquets of wattle. There we go. And, of course, we could do it here. Yeah. I just think we take it for granted that we are so rich in so many of these uh, fabulous species, and yet we know so little about them. Mm. Mm. If people want more information about Wattle Day, you've got a website? We have a, very, a good one, I reckon, full of, full of very helpful information, not only about Wattle Day and Golden Wattle, our floral emblem, but also lots of ideas for teachers and uh, people like you and me who uh, want to celebrate National Wattle Day tomorrow. Mm. Mm, it's, uh, if I may, yep. it's uh, wattleday, one word, dot asn, dot au. And uh, I've got a picture of the town hall lit up in green and gold. <laughs> you look up South Australia. Lovely. All right. And your background, you're ideally suited for this role, aren't you? <laughs> As it turns out, it's funny how things turn out. Yes, I actually worked for CSIRO Forestry um, and my field of expertise was the the acacia trees that were big enough to use for forestry and farm forestry purposes. But um, I was only interested in the flowers because it would indicate there was going to be a good seed crop and mm. we were putting in trials, field trials, and we needed seed to do that. And it was only after I left Syro that I became aware of this fabulous history mm. that we have in Australia of using wattle as a joyous um, focus for celebrations on National Wattle Day. All right, that's that's very interesting. And I uh, thank you for your time tonight, uh, Suzette. Have a happy National Wattle Day tomorrow. You too, Matt. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Dr Suzette Sell there. She is the president of National Wattle Day. Do you remember the day? Do you remember it as a child maybe in school? Was it still celebrated when you were at school? Any stories about it you'd like to share? I'd love to hear from you on 822 